Alana, thank you for taking the time to come this early morning. <laughs> you said it's not very, very Caribbean of you. Uh, you deserve it. No, no, no. Just, just yeah. so all of you know, it's seven o'clock in the seven thirty in the morning, and I do a lot of my podcast very, very early. But Alana, so kindly graced me in coming this early, came earlier than you're supposed to be. It's beautiful. That is beautiful and it is quite rare. <laughs> yeah, you said your husband was going to give you an award for coming here, exactly. for getting up this early? Exactly. What time exactly. did you have to get up to come? Mm, five o'clock. Five o'clock. I mean, you know, you know that normally in local areas you have the Obasha and the, the, the Okwasans getting up at five o'clock. So it's no, no by, by no amazing feat by any, by any means, but... For me, <laughs> five o'clock. If it's not a, like a juve or some kind of party, I'm so like then you might then you might be there. <laughs> exactly. So what time? What time do you usually get up? Uh, I'm a, like a seven. Usually, seven? my husband gets up first, and I wait until he gets up and gets the coffee going, and then I get up. <laughs> so okay. it's seven, seven thirty. Okay. Yeah. So what time do you usually go to sleep? Very early. Do you? Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm like a lion in that sense. I'd be like nine, nine thirty. That's early for you? Yeah, that's early. Because I go to bed. Well, I, I think last night it was 9.30, but usually I go to bed at 8.30. Very good. And what I time do you get up? 2.30 or Yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. The reason why I do that is because then I get to walk ah, for a while, okay. Okay. and then I come back. And I love the fact that most people aren't up. Yeah. There's that quiet that. time, yeah? Yeah. 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 But everyone has their cycle. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. tried for the longest to get my wife to be on my cycle, mm -mm. and it was an endless battle. Mm -mm. There was no way it was going to work. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you think you're going to make it the way... I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad we were international marriage because had we not been, I think I would have been um, not with her because I would think, why would you, as the same nationality, yeah, not uh, yeah. be doing what I expect you to do? Yeah, yeah. And that's a good point because Michelle is French, right? Mm -hmm, I'm right. from the Caribbean. I'm from Trinidad, and I'm Canadian as well. So international marriage, yeah, I thought we can talk a lot about that. Did you, <laughs> about did you, that. Did you grow up speaking French? Uh, no, no. In Trinidad, we speak English. Uh, but we have to learn French and Spanish from junior high oh, or high school. Oh, you had to learn it. Yeah, that was part of the curriculum. Okay. Yeah. But so isn't your French a little bit, you have more of a patois yeah, to it, right? Yeah, yeah. So my parents, for example, my parents and my grandparents, they would speak patois, like okay. a Creole patois. Okay. Because all, like, if you look at my family, you know, kind of tree, you see, like, the Dubois and uh, yeah, Olivier, Rémy, and so it's very, very French. Right. But if you look at the family picture, uh, especially on my mom's side, you have Chinese, you have Indian. You have That's <laughs> right. There's so, so many only, Chinese yeah. went to the Caribbean. Yeah. So we have a whole bunch. It's like United Nations in the family. So that kind of, it's normal, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of reality, that kind of international kind of feel is always. How many siblings do you have? Uh, older brother. Uh, mm -hmm. Who's in Canada, and that's it. And that's How many years difference? Six years. So I so was you, a baby. Yeah. So were you guys close? Or did um, you close? Yeah, I guess when we were growing up, because he was my big brother, and I remember the first time I was going into um, elementary school, like the very first day, I'm six years old, crying, crying, you know, because <laughs> and then I want my brother, I want my brother. So um, the teacher said, "Yeah, I'll go and get him. Don't worry, I'll go and get him," because his school wasn't so far. Okay, right. So I'll go get him. And I said, and I stopped crying, you know, and big brother was always there, you know, mm -hmm. but as you grow older, you know, of course, your, your life change and things like that. But as, as kids, we are, we were really close. Yeah. 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 So what were you like as a little girl? Were you more academic or were you more sports minded? Uh, I think it was more academic, really? more academic. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like to uh, 
like PE classes. I wasn't so great with the. I was horrible at cricket, netball. Um, netball. I don't know if you know. It's a, like I know. You I know, know the it? game. But wait, wait, wait. I'm talking about elementary. I mean, you know, elementary school. Elementary. Netball. Then netball. Did we didn't do. We no. just did running. Just you did running, running and, and, and hopscotch yeah, and stuff like that, right? Like that. And the running I could handle. I remember running, but I couldn't break in time, so I was like hitting the wall. Wait, 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 just a minute. <laughs> I was really, really. I was kind of clumsy. I was kind of clumsy. You could run. You see the wall, but you couldn't stop it. I was like, I was like breaking. Break, break, break. <laughs> Here's something. Did you did you learn to ride a bicycle when you were young? No. It's so where did I when did I learn to ride a bicycle? Yeah, wait, but you Here, can ride in Japan. Here. Wait, wait, just a as minute. an adult, as an adult. <laughs> wait, were your parents very religious or anything? No, not at all, not at all. My brother was riding his bicycle. Everybody was riding bicycle. Because okay. you know, you know, there's a story I heard about that. The reason why I asked that is yeah. because I know some Koreans. Yeah, I had a Korean friend. She said she wasn't allowed to ride because they thought that would stop her from being pure. Oh Lord, Mm-mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. riding a bike, and I thought. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like ride a horse or something. Right, right, yeah, right, <laughs> The same thing. I think I don't yeah. think they'd let her ride a horse either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. That could be interesting. Yeah. No. Anyway, so so growing up, you weren't sports minded. Not really. Right. I like really. to watch sports. Okay. <laughs> I like to watch it, no problem. You kinda like me. You kinda <laughs> like me. <laughs> what about you what, what kind of work did your father do? Uh, he mother. used to work at, uh, well, when he, he did a few jobs, but the one that I remember most, especially in elementary school, was when he was working as an architect, a draftsman. So he would basically do the, the plans for the architect. So that's what I remember. Your mother? Yeah. And my mom worked for um, the Trinidad and Tobago Blind Welfare Association. So she started off as an accountant clerk and then worked her way up to the executive director. Could she sign? Um, she, she wasn't blind at all. She I was know, quite but did she know how to sign? She didn't know how to sign. Okay, because so, yeah, I figured being around yeah, them, she'd yeah, learn how to sign. Yeah, but, Wait, but no, blind. No, no, blind. I'm, blind. Thinking, I'm thinking about speechless. I'm yeah, thinking. but blind. But but there were blind deaf, so you didn't... Blind deaf, right. Yeah, but in, it, at the time there was only... Yeah, she wouldn't have to sign. What yeah. am I talking about? I'm going to yeah. take that out. I'm just <laughs> blind, the but there is blind deaf where they feel. So you sign... And they can feel Oh, that's, that's different, yeah. Yeah, blind deaf. Okay. They're both. Well, thank you for helping me yeah, out. They yeah, but <laughs> but they, got, they, have, they have a deaf thing going on. <laughs> that's uh, so wrong. Uh, that's so wrong. Okay, anyway. Yeah, so, 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 so you're a happy child. You were a happy child growing up. I was up, a happy child. You were know? a happy child. You were having a good time. Yeah, exactly. So when you got into junior high school, what did, when you started to become your own, what did you start to focus on? Um, yeah. But you like to read from a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of books oh, would you like? I used to read, you know, the Enid Blyton. I don't know if you know that. Mm-mm. Uh, no. Secret, uh, Secret, Famous Five, uh, uh, Hardy, Hardy kind of, that you don't, mm, okay. I don't know how to. This is all nonfiction, right? These are all nonfiction. Okay. <laughs> so at the time, everybody was right. doing their famous. The yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. There was, it was something, uh, no, not Agatha Christie. That was later on. Um, there was a, a television sh- series about them. I can't remember the name now, but all about the mysteries and kids basically at school. So think of it like um, like how they have the um, the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. So it was oh, that kind of thing, yeah, yeah, where you could really get involved. In yeah, it. yeah, I really loved it. And I remember just you know that my parents would buy me for Christmas or birthday or whatever, and I would be devouring the book and stuff like that. Did you have any character in there that you liked being? Uh, not really, not really. Yeah, just like the whole, yeah, the whole story behind it. And then 
also was into, of course, television because television, you know, we had. What did you? What did you want? What did you? What kind of TV what, did you get? Elementary school, we had black and white, so you had to kind of hit right. it because the antenna okay. was. Okay. Right. Ours was a close hanger. Anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we had the, the radio, so the radio also, you know, was really important. Always what year are we talking about now? Yeah, you're talking about seventies. In the seventies, okay. 60, 60, it was kind of late to get there then. Yeah. You know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I what you say. Yeah, I was there. Sesame Street, when they first came out, I was in front of that television. <laughs> but who wasn't? You know, that I loved it. That was such a good show. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. once, they were talking to people and exactly. teaching you something. Exactly. I that loved it. Okay. And I think that introduced me to music and, you know, just rhythm and all kind of thing. But I think rhythm was always there. Music was always right, right. there. Yes, yes. Again, with the radio, with... We would hear like, um, because we're in the islands, so you could hear French radio, you can hear Spanish radio, you could hear, of course, English radio. So you, you, we got all of that kind of intonation and that kind of, I don't know, diversity, I don't know how you say it. But, um, so I think that probably, and then again, carnival, and, you know, so everything was, uh, there's always a rhythm to it, right. you know, a rhythm to the way you walk, the way you talk, you know, so... You felt that? Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess I see it now more growing older, okay. you know, being out of it and seeing the Caribbean-ness. Now I can understand what that means. But yeah, I mean, so what kind of music? I think all kind of music I used to <laughs> listen to, you know, from Spanish, French to uh, classical to, you know, reggae to calypso, soca, all of that. When the, okay, so R -R you, your major language, I mean, your basic lang language was English. Yeah. But still, it's a it's a it's a it's a um, version of it. Yeah, it's a version it has, of it. It has the Caribbean flair to <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly, okay? exactly. So you can say things that people that speak, let's say, British English or American English wouldn't understand. Yeah, yeah such yeah, as yeah. So we would tone up or tone down. That's the thing that I heard from um, the Rihanna from because uh, Rihanna's from Barbados. Yeah. Okay, right. Um, Nicki Minaj is Trinidad. So that kid. That's your place. Yeah, that's Trinidad. our place. Yeah. So we tone up or tone down. So it depends on, like, if you want me to change how I would speak. Right. So, ma, what's going on? You understand that, right? No, wait, say it again. Do it again. Ma, what's going on? Ma, what's going on? No. What's going on? What's going on? Ma, what's going on? How are you going? All right. That's, that's it. Is that toning down? That's toning. For me, it's toning up. Uh, toning down is for you to understand. <laughs> so... Code switch, I guess, is another thing that people say. So you code, code switch, switch right. right? But they do that. I think that everybody was, does it. Okay. Everybody does it. But for us, it's really you know, um, putting the accent and putting the words and then changing a little bit. And that's what it, I would say. Tone up and then okay. tone down is to come. You know, let's make it so that everyone can understand. It's television kind television, of thing. You know, right. Television English or whatever. So when you're really going, do you, do, you, do you ever do that? Have you ever had a chance to do that? What, television? No, to, to tone up, tone down, like I do. when you have some... Of course, when I'm talking on the phone, for example. Okay. And you will know who I'm talking to by, by how you're speaking. By how I'm speaking on the phone. Can your husband understand? Uh, a little bit. He just knows, mm -mm, she's talking to somebody from back home. <laughs> he doesn't, he can know, we have no idea what he the conversation like, is. Okay, mm, I'm not even listening, but anyway, somebody back home. So yeah, we switch. It's it's. I don't know. It's funny. I, I could do it with you, but yeah. Right, right, I understand. <laughs> yeah. So wait. So your wait. Your husband speaks how many languages? He speaks four. Um, English. Well, French is his native. Um, Italian, Spanish, and yeah, Japanese. So yeah, five, I guess. Okay, yeah. and you? I speak four. So um, Spanish, 
uh, French, English, but <laughs> it depends on the day, yeah? and then some Japanese. Some Japanese. <laughs> depends on the day, depends on the day. <laughs> so from junior high school, then you, you loved academics. What, any particular subject you really liked? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Junior high school, I kind of wanted to do, I liked everything really at junior high school. And then I liked... Except sports. Except sports and art. I wasn't so good. I thought I was a good artist, but my teacher didn't. <laughs> I went, I went, uh, um, we did music. I remember in music we had pans, steel pans, because that was a music class, which was an excellent way to get us into the traditional kind of instrument. So it wasn't flute or anything, no recorder, it was pans. You used to give our teacher a headache, but, <laughs> but that, was, that was really good. Um, and I think um, math to a certain extent, English, English literature, I remember liking Shakespeare the first time I heard it. You so liked I, it? Yeah, I liked it. And I think it was the teacher. It's all about okay. the teacher, right? Isn't that the truth? It's all about the Isn't teacher. Isn't that the truth? It could be something you really love. You yeah. get the wrong teacher, yeah. all of a sudden you don't like it Exactly, anymore. exactly. So That's she so kind true. of brought it to life. That was beautiful. And then English and French we were doing, so I liked the languages as well. Um, chemistry, biology... Mm, science, it depended. It depended. <laughs> but right. yeah, yeah. Again on the teacher. Again on the teacher. Really and truly, the teacher make it or break it. And sometimes you know, you might like the thing, you may not be good at it, but you just like it. Suddenly you, their passion is, is contagious and that makes you excited, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, it really does. As, you, as we get older, I think we start to realize the subjects that we would feel like art, for example. Yeah. You probably were a good artist. You yeah. didn't have a good art teacher. Maybe. That didn't see it. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Because yeah. she didn't see it. Because yeah. someone who loves art doesn't criticize. The better you are at something, the more you know other people really can do it. Yeah. yeah. It's how passionate you make them about it. Yeah. Yeah. But people that aren't that good will always find something critical to, to, to say. say. I think for her, for mother artist, for our dad art teacher, she was very. She had a very um, fixed idea of what the yeah, art like should look like. Right? Like I said. Yeah. And for me. You know, <laughs> I was in my own thing, my own world. So I don't blame her. I don't blame her. Writers, it's art. Yeah. In yeah. art, you do your thing. thing you yeah. That's yeah. how you express yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through art. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that true. Is beautiful. So, yeah. what, so what else did you do outside of that in art? Um, then later on, so it's like, like at Trinidad, we have um, junior high and high together. It's all in one school. So you do six years. Oh, well, six years, okay. Yeah, yeah. Starting from the, what is it, eighth grade? Eight, um, eight well, nine, British, ten, eleven, twelve. British so system. maybe seventh. Then, I have no seven. idea. Because I think one. elementary, you do, for, so elementary is just one, that's K through six. Yeah. Then you do seven through eight, it's yeah. all high school, junior high. Yeah, so I think then. so. Okay, so that's your Okay, line. form right. one to form six, don't know what it is. Right, right, So form one to form three is junior high, okay. and then form four to form six. Now this was my particular school. I mean, I now in you know you was have. Was it a private school or was no, it a girls' school? No, it was. It's a girls' school, and we're not private. It's a, it's called Holy Name Convent. It's a Catholic school. Yeah, that's right. Holy Name Convent Secondary School. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the Catholic girls are the worst. Let me tell you. I know that. Everyone knows that. They find that out real quick. They're the ones that talk all the smack. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> They have no inhibitions because they're, they're not around little boys. It makes exactly. sense too. Exactly. They're not around boys, so they fantasize. They imagine. Exactly. They make up stuff that you go, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it was really, I feel for people now because you know, every time there would be a male teacher walking in, the whole school would have been <laughs> looking in the courtyard like, oh. 
Did you have did you have nuns and habits? Yes, we had nuns and habits. We also had Jackson Five come and visit. No, you mm. did not. Hello. <laughs> no, come on. Yes, yes. <laughs> And did you get to see them? I mean, yeah, you saw them? Yeah, but Michael and, uh, the, and the brothers. You saw the brothers? Yes. <laughs> and we were like, <gasps> and so you could imagine all girls school, eh? <laughs> what, grade, what grade were you in? What grade um, were you in? It was form four, so that would be grade maybe 10, 11, 12. So maybe grade oh, 10. You, you know, so you were pretty big. So yeah. you were maybe like 13, 14 yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Uh, and you saw the Jackson Five come yeah. I remember. They had come for a concert. I think it was one of the, you know, ending right, part of that. Right. But it was really good, yeah. I guess the, the promoter probably was... And they were really hot then too, weren't they? Could imagine. Them. I mean, like... <gasps> but I was lucky. I mean, you know, we saw lots of people. Like, I, I was lucky because I saw um, Ray Charles in concert. Um, Jose Feliciano in concert. <laughs> I mean, and again, I mean, this... They were just coming. I guess it was on the... Um, I don't know, maybe it was part of world tour. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But, yeah. And people are different on the island anyway. They get yeah. excited, but they they have control. Yeah, yeah. They won't do anything to make you feel bad about exactly. what you're doing. So you can still get out among the people. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So I think they come there just to kind of gear yeah. down before they get to where it's scary again. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. You know what I mean? I think you're right, yeah, they, yeah. they have to go back to mainland. Now yeah. you have to get security. It's a whole different story. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and they yeah. give something, yeah. They realize that people really are good. Yeah. I think they go to the islands to find out what our true nature is. Yeah. It's what the, the further apart we are, the more we're at each other's throat. Yeah. But if we're together, if you're on an island, just that alone, knowing yeah. that there's only so much space. Exactly. And if there's a big tidal wave, it's going to get everybody. Exactly. So you never feel alone. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever, exactly. Whatever's happening to me, it's happening happen to everybody. everybody here. Exactly. That's true. That's it, true. It changes you know? your whole mindset. Yeah, that's very true. That's a good point. But, you know, when you think about it, do you think it's the same here in Japan? Yes. Yeah, right? Because what they did was something unique to the world. Yeah. They isolated themselves for over 200 years. Yeah, that's true. And convinced everyone, people that don't even look alike, yeah. that they were one, one group of people. Yeah. Then they said, okay, we're ready. Yeah. But nobody made them do it. If yeah. they wanted to, they, could, they kept everyone on for 200 years. <laughs> they watched the Civil and but they had all of their elites getting information. Yeah. So they knew the Civil War was going on in the U.S. They yeah. knew it was happening. Yeah. And yeah. they were wondering if it would affect them, how it would. Yeah. They were positioning themselves always. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. did something very unique. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And yeah. they're still that way, basically. I I came here at a time when they had still convinced everybody that Japanese was an impossible language to, to learn. learn. <laughs> and if you did learn it, you'd never learn to read and write it. Mm -mm -mm -mm. The Australians busted that out of the water. <laughs> they came over here. Because what they actually did, they, had, they, they started teaching in their schools. As soon as the Japanese started purchasing and everything, because they figured for business reasons of nothing else. Yeah. Then those kids came over here and started winning all kind of contests, contests sounding yeah. better than the guys on TV, sounding better than Japanese. Yeah. Then it made it, once you make it possible, yeah. then every, now people pick it up in a year. Yeah. And make me feel bad. I've been here for almost 50 years. <laughs> and they come over here and, and literally, honestly, in a year, yeah. with the information they have, the videos and stuff, boom, yeah. they got it and they're out on the streets. Yeah. Uh -uh. But that broke the, that broke the Japanese back because they <laughs> wanted to like, think no one's ever gonna learn this language. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they had the best language in the world. No one's gonna learn. Boy, little Australian kids came over here and just rocked the house. Yeah. Then you had people from Iran came over. Then the Africans came yeah. over, and everyone's just speaking. It's like French. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
People expect you to in the friends in France, of course, they expect you to speak it. Exactly. They look at you kind of shame, like, oh, well, you're so well, that's too sad. Why wouldn't you yeah. be able you need some help? You need a stick or something? <laughs> because if you can't speak, you must have even seen it's the matter with you. It's true. It's very true. It's they very were kind true. to me. But why was it when I went to France, they were so kind to me? Yeah. I took a trip. I took two trips around the world. And I remember coming in to France. I landed in France. And they'd say, Parlez-vous français? And I'd say, uh-uh. no. <laughs> and they'd speak to me in English. Yeah. And someone told me it's probably the way my stance was, exactly. the way I handled myself. And plus, you didn't go to them and say, do you speak English? That's no, oh, I would never do that. Oh. So, no. do you speak it? And why you don't no, speak no. English? You're right, no. So, I would I never, you. come on. <laughs> I think that's what's it. <laughs> they, I don't know if they have guns there. I know my country, they shoot us <laughs> for stuff like that. No, 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 no. So, I think that's what it is, you know, how you approach How you approach them, yeah. and they can feel your vibration, too. Yeah, for sure. They can tell, is this person coming here trying to be arrogant? Yes. Or are they really honestly seeking information? Exactly. And people would say, the French I found were very simple, similar to the Japanese in this respect. When I first came here, all the Japanese would say, ware ware. Yeah. We. Yeah. They never would say watashi. Yeah. They never spoke in the singular. They yeah. always spoke in the plural. Yeah. France was the same way. We think she's so beautiful, yeah. the Eiffel Tower. We think, we, we everything we? was we, 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 we. <laughs> Really, it was. Are you sure they were saying we or yes? <laughs> they were saying yes. <laughs> no. See, it's, it's because I didn't understand. They were saying yes. Yes, it's beautiful. It's yes. beautiful. This is what they were saying. I'm thinking they're saying we. They were saying we, but it wasn't the we I'm thinking about. That's good. A good point. Although I didn't realize that. So they weren't like the Japanese. <laughs> but they have a thing. They do say, oh. So that, that kind of body, oh. body, yeah. Oh, really? yeah, we, oh. No, they were saying we. Yeah, well, that is, yes. They were saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love these podcasts because I learned something every single one. All this time, I really thought the French were saying, we think she's so beautiful. Yeah, we, yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> It's too early for me to maybe get some coffee. Okay, so you finished high school, but what were you focusing on when you went to high school? Uh, high school was science, so I was, yeah. <laughs> so I did. Um, we had, you know, you had to choose which stream you want to go to. So I had languages, science, or social sciences, and I wanted to do um, languages and science, but it wasn't possible at the time. So I had to choose one language: French or Spanish. Um, and then in the sciences. So I, I decided to go with French and, and sciences. So we had to do with O-levels. So O-levels is like I the British. Know, I know that and then, and then um, after O-levels, you have two years and you do A-levels and then you move on to, to high school. And for me, um, I did first, I did my O-levels, then did one year um, to prepare for the A-levels and left in the middle of that term to go to Canada. Um, Why? Why? I think... Uh, at that point, you, you know, maybe mm, it's a good question. Why? Opportunity. But had you ever traveled outside of Oh, yeah. Canada? I mean, yeah. I mean, Where? Where'd you go? Uh, I mean, the States. Wh- <laughs> that, that's Florida, outside. Florida? <laughs> to Brooklyn. <laughs> Still East Coast. Yes, right. Brooklyn, oh, Brooklyn. That. Brooklyn. Wait, wait, where were your mom and dad from? They were from Trinidad. They're from Trinidad, but everybody. No, but they had to be from some. Wait, wait. But there's a mixture there because everybody was, you know, everybody, everybody mixed up. Everybody mixed up. You know, everybody. Everyone's mixed, mixed up. Did you trace it any direction? No, we never did. Side, a, yeah, mother side. We never did a um, family tree, but you hear all kind of things. Well, but your parents were they your complexion, your brother's complexion? Yeah, they're like 
Because we, but we go, there, but yeah. you don't understand. Yeah. Black people don't understand black people. We have divisions. I know. We have some that are like, not my you hair know, color, you your know. hair color. You know. Dark, dark. And then I we have know. some that only we know yeah. they have yeah. black blood. Yes, I know you know. You know I know. <laughs> you know I know you know. Because we're in between. Yeah. I, you know, this, this complexion used to make me feel so sad. You know why? Why? When I was growing up in America, when I was growing up in California, I wasn't light enough. All uh, the girls, all the black girls, like the light guys, light guys. the barge, uh, that kind of yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, before he became, mm -hmm. the, 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 they wanted that, and the guys with the curlier hair, yeah, yeah, not such tight hair. Then it flipped, yeah, and you had to look like Wesley Snipes mm -hmm. or James Brown. You had to be that dark. Uh -uh. When's What's a caramel brother gonna get a chance? <laughs> When's a caramel brother gonna get a chance? No, it wasn't that. At least I don't think it for was. For girls, it's okay. For girls, it's okay. But yeah, for but, a guy? Yeah, I hear you. See, because you'd be okay. considered light. Yeah, I guess so. I don't You're know. okay. Yeah. But for me? <laughs> shoot. The girls didn't want me. They didn't. No, I wasn't light. Yeah, I was too was, dark because I wasn't light enough. Yeah. And then I was too light because I wasn't dark, dark enough. enough. So what did you do? What did I do? Color, what are you going to do? Color, color, brother. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> no, I don't think we had... Your brother, your complexion. Your brother's your complexion. Like he, he's the your complexion. Really? So I mean, even with my, with, if you look at my mom's family, like her, her um, grandmother and the grand, you had from light to dark. You had all the, so we. And nobody bothered to check. No. To see who's who. <laughs> it's all light to dark. Because you had some Chinese in there exactly. too. Exactly. <laughs> Friend of mine over here, my complexion a little bit darker. Last name was Wu. Yeah. I and I said, him. where are you from? He's yeah. from the islands. Yeah, what next? And I said, whoa. <laughs> and he showed me his father. I said, no, what you get? Yeah, that's right. And I got to hear him speak. Jamaican exactly. all the way. Exactly. I went, see, that's really interesting. I love it. Yeah. No. They did a commercial once on TV. I think it was for one of the telephone companies. Mm. And they had all these different people. All of them had different accents. Yeah. But they didn't look like they should, they have, should the have that accent, accent. right? Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I love that. I really love the unexpected, right? Yes. I really love that. And I, I think that is something, I mean, I grew up with it, so it's normal, you know? But, you know, as you come out of you that, you start realizing you how special it was, you know, and how, you know, how I wish we could kind of take that, you know, outside and, and make Don't it. Don't you think we're doing it now? With I think the slowly. Fact that we can communicate easier. Yeah, I think so. I we're, think so. We're, we're not surprised so easily now. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what's caused this gender thing where they're saying there's a hundred different genders. Oh. See, I think we take it a little bit too far. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that yet. <laughs> I was saying something the other day that I think that what's going to happen, okay, every single part of our body can be replaced now except wow. for our brain. Yeah. That's the only thing that can't be replaced. Mm -hmm. So. We can. There's one person that made themselves look like a cat, and I heard they just committed suicide. Oh, but we can do it. Yes. We can change our eyes to be different colors. Yeah. We can make our ears point like yeah. in the spice, spice space things. Yeah, yeah. Like and I mean, and it would last. Yeah. We can make our fingers longer. We can do all this. So I can see that happening in the future. That we will change because of, you know, because what we customize. Can do. Yeah. We can customize we can ourselves. Customize. So I say I want my arms to reach to my knees yeah. or something. Yeah. Is that a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. That's but we, we always tend to want to say, people, have you heard this before? They say, no one likes change unless they're the ones making, making it. Making it, sure. They want to have that <laughs> choice, right? <laughs> they want, so don't I, you, I put it there. Okay. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good point. You know yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> and it's like, I have the right to put it there. Right. <laughs> I have the this right to mine. change. Yeah. 
But I think if we could, you know, there's some things if, if, you, if you could do, you know, obviously you could do it. Doesn't mean it's the best thing to do. Well, know? I think that's why that guy took him took his life after yeah. he said being a cat wasn't worth it. <laughs> I had to do it. I had not seen that. Yeah, somebody did something like that, and you. I wow. hear, but I don't know if it's people that just want that to happen to people like that. Yeah, if it's true or not. Yeah, because I heard that the suicide rate for people that have changed their gender. Yeah, has been very high. Yeah, I think there's but, a lot of psych psychological support that's needed and not necessarily there. How could know? it be? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they had a parent or something to encourage them to be that way because it makes them look like they're woke or whatever yeah. they're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a tough one. I think it's a really tough one. Um, yeah, I know. We have a, I have a couple of, you know, one friend of mine who actually transitioned. Um, she was, I knew her. Was it it's a him? Her to him. So she was in high, we went to high school together. And, um, junior high school, so and I think it was very difficult for her to to make the. Transition. What do you mean she really transitioned physically too? Physically as well. She did all of it. Yeah, she did all of it. And lives she's in still the okay. States. Yeah, she's fine. Lives in the states, and I think. Um, Does she have a wife? Yeah. Yeah. Did the wife have kids? I don't think so. Because I saw on TV Netflix, yeah. they someone did the same thing. The woman transferred, became a man, yeah. got the beard and everything, yeah. married a woman. She couldn't have kids, so she decided to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I find I leave it because I know from high school, from junior high, so I know I understand. And I could understand the the difficulty and how it was for, for, for this a friend, of, a friend of mine. So You, you know, saw her struggling with her, her sexuality identity. when she was young. Young. Always. 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 So. Was, did she have siblings? Yeah. Yeah, and she was the second to last, so there were six, I think, in the family. And they were both sexes in the family? Yeah, yeah. So that was her, that was just her the... Her journey. That was her journey. That was her journey. So, you know, now that... And I think it's maybe hard for her to come back to the past, the who she was, and be able to... For people to accept her as the way she is now, you know? So I, I kind of understand, you know, I kind of understand that. I don't... I try not to judge or, or anything like that, so... People are on their own journeys. You're kind to people because you just don't know what people are dealing with, you know. So that's uh, true. You know. I think that's something else I found from being on the islands. I don't know which. One, just I was on St. Thomas, and the the acceptance that the people learn to get. Yeah. First of all, with themselves. Yeah, yeah. And then I think only through accepting yourself can you start to truly accept others. I think so. And yeah. let them have their journey because it does. You don't feel offended. You don't feel threatened because yeah. you know who you are yeah, and yeah. what you like. That's a good point. And that thing about identity, I mean, I never thought about identity as such. I mean, when I went to Canada, I remember, you know, going into the store very first year and, you know, talking to people and saying, you know, I'd like to, I think I was asking for a bag or something. It was the first time that somebody said, well, what are you asking for? Somebody speaking English, I'd like a bag. And I guess the accent at the time and that, you know, they weren't, they weren't accustomed to the different accents. So then I realized I had to tone down. <laughs> Speak more like TV. Speak <laughs> more like TV. And then, you know, okay, all right, so now I understand how I need to be, you know, because for people to understand, you know, I need to be a certain way. Um, and then, you know, as you are in a bigger country and you meet other people from the islands and you realize that there is this Caribbean identity that is so hard to place and then so hard to describe, uh, you know, but you just know, you just, oh, you have... And the simple things sometimes, 
You have soup on Saturdays? Yeah, me too. I had soup on Saturdays growing up. Your mommy said this. Yes, my mommy said. And all of a sudden, you, you know, it's like, it's yeah, funny. it's like, okay, this is weird. This is how. And, and, and when you hear it from um, Spanish-speaking Caribbean islands and French-speaking Caribbean islands, it's all kind of the same as like, okay, we have some kind of shared experience. I think they were commu- yeah. That's the, the commerce was done between those islands. Yeah, and just ge- you know, I mean, physically, geographically yes. distant, right? Yes. Really, I mean, unless you get in your boat or whatever. But that's what they had to do, yeah. But still, there is something that 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 says, you know, they, from the colors, from the smile, the way you walk, and then you know, the the, the whole entourage, the whole people around you. There's something that's Caribbean, Caribbeanness, this Caribbean yes. culture. Which I really appreciate now. Yes. I really, really appreciate now. And I guess I brought that when we came to to Japan. Um, I brought both, you know, the Caribbean and Canada. So I brought both of them. So that Caribbean and Canadian experience as well, you know, brought to that. And then explaining to people, especially in, we were we were in Kagoshima. That's our first five years in Japan, in Kagoshima, very very rural area. My husband and I. Selling the boats? The one selling the boats. At that point, we came on the Mambu Show, um, which is a jet program. So, jet program. You were already married? Yeah, no. I came over first, then my husband came over, and then we got married in Japan. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, what happened was we met in. Um, because in, everybody always asks, how did you guys meet? <laughs> we met in, in Toronto. Um, because you were going to get to how you, why you decided to go to Canada. Yeah. You were right there. What, what made, what, what you, what made you want to go? Yeah, why yeah. did you? So Canada, I think that was a time where almost everybody from the islands, if you could, you would either go to the States, Canada, England, France, you know, you just have that opportunity um, in, from high school into university. So you do your university and usually come back. That's usually how it would, would happen. So for us, we chose um, Canada. My mom had family, and she had friends as well. My father kind of knew, you know, okay, Canada, compared to the States, maybe go to Canada. <laughs> Pure guns, yeah. Yeah. There you go. England was very expensive. Um, and then France, we didn't, I don't think we had thought about France at all at that time. So, um, okay, so Canada, we went. Oh, I went. My brother went first because he's older. So he went first. And then I went. To study what? What did he study? He wanted to study. He didn't know exactly what he wanted to study. He liked music and he liked, you know, lots of things. So he started off with microbiology and then finally he changed over into music. And then finally, I can't remember what his final thing, he changed a lot. So what's he doing now? Uh, He works at, um, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Not not investment bank, but a kind of. Um, hedge fund or something yeah, like that? Yeah, hedge fund or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Your that. parents still alive? No, they both passed away. Oh, they both so passed how old away. were they when they passed? They were in their 80s. That's not bad. Yeah, they That's were in their 80s, bad. both of them. They stayed yeah. together the whole time? My mom was in Canada and my dad was in Trinidad. When I say stay together, I mean, did they, did they divorce? They never divorced because oh, they, don't they, divorce. they don't divorce. Oh, you don't divorce. Oh, were they Catholics? <laughs> No, I think it's that particular just, yeah, just that, that time. Not, not needed. No, yeah. no needed. Not necessary. Not necessary. Just bye bye. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to live with the children. <laughs> and your mother was in Canada with you guys. Yeah, she was in Canada with okay. us. Yeah. Oh. And then my dad was. But they stayed there. together while you were all growing up the whole oh, time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, hello. <laughs> it's only when the children grown up. That's was, right. They yeah. do. do what I need to do. That's right. <laughs> I love you, but. Yes, sir, yes, yes. Okay. I'll be overseas. I'm overseas. I'm overseas. overseas. 
You know, so I mean, again, you learn to accept that. <laughs> Were you close <laughs> to mom and dad? Yeah, yeah, well, especially my mom. My mom right. was really my yeah, yeah, yeah really right, close. Huh? Yeah, and then uh, my dad, my dad and I was we had really a good, a kind of honest relationship. So I would tell him what he I was thinking, and he would tell me what he was. Thinking. But that's kind of cool to be able to do that. To dis- and we had great discussions. I mean, it was really good. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Up until what age? Um, for my dad. Probably, I think it became a little bit closer when my mom passed away. Oh, she passed first? She passed first. Okay. Yeah. And we became closer. And that was kind of, that was interesting. I think it was both of us needed to be, you we know. Knew somebody, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But my dad had his own life. He was a very independent man. <laughs> I think people on the islands are. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes. And, and oh, anyway, I could go on and on and on about this, my feeling, because I really enjoyed the feeling there. Yeah. And I, it helped me to see how I was thinking about myself. Yeah. But I love being who I am, and I love the country I come from. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's something you just have to embrace. I yeah. feel like I picked it. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't be where I am if it weren't for the country I was, you know. Exactly, exactly, you're absolutely right. That. But I think in order to appreciate that, you need to be out of the country, don't, don't I you think? I think so. Isn't that something? I, I, I used to say that I think America should make it mandatory for everyone by the age of 18 to leave the continental yeah. United States for at least a year yeah, yeah. to understand how much they really have yeah. available to themselves. Yeah. No one's standing in our library stopping us from coming in. No one's stopping you from having internet. Exactly. You know, there's so much available. That's why other countries come over and do so well. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you can't see it. When my father said, nobody wants to drink water till the well, well runs run dry. dry. Yeah, don't worry. We say the same thing. say the same thing. <laughs> <isn't that something? laughs> say the same thing. You don't miss the water until the well runs dry. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay, so you decided to go to Canada. Yeah. Parents, parents said, go to Canada. And go to I Canada. said, okay, I'm going. Right, right. <laughs> so I remember having my little suitcase. Yeah, well, actually, it was a big suitcase. I was tiny at the time. <laughs> um, and started off, you know, so I started off studying. The idea was to study data management. So it was like uh, computer science. Right, 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 right. But I could not understand anything. It was Turing at the time. Okay. And I like, I don't know. And they were doing mathematics in 3D and then X, Y, Z. And I was like, okay. I don't understand anything, but the French I understood. <laughs> so I continued in languages. Mm-hmm. And I ended up doing modern languages and, and literature. And then after that, I went into teaching. So I went from, you know, always looking at different steps, you know, and what is the next step? So after doing the languages, what else can you do? What are the, what other options are, are open? Never really wanted to go into teaching. So I started working. Um, and I worked, I remember it was my very first job was an insurance company. And I think I had to do customer service at the time. So I had to call up people in Quebec. And the accent, and I think it was Quebec, or really, really countryside of Quebec. So the accent So they was, had their own. They had their own accent. And I was like, yeah, it's oh. It's difficult, huh? Ah, maman, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> I would yeah, yeah, yeah. turn around and ask the Quebec colleague. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know what is it. This French, I do I don't know it. I don't know it. But it makes its own country on its own. Exactly. So it was, but it was a good experience because it made me realize that I need to understand Quebec. I need to go over. I need to to to, to meet people. And, Did and you learn the, the, the Quebec um, French? I can understand it a little better now. Okay. So it took a while, and I, and I didn't stay too long in that customer service. Thing. <laughs> I really didn't stay too long. So <laughs> I went moved over to Ministry of Northern Development and Mines. So I started working with them they were in the library, and then finally I'm working. They had a policy and programming um, section. So 
would listen to the debates, parliamentary debates, and see how issues would affect um, the northern communities. And that was also exciting because I got to meet people who were coming down. So they were like indigenous um, groups coming down. Um, and they would meet the deputy minister to discuss what was going on in them, usually around mining um, uh, in that particular area. And I, I remember, you know, first time I was like, this is Canada, <laughs> you know, this kind of, mm. it was really, really, really very cool experience. Um, and then I, I thought, okay, so I had a choice of doing, you know, what do I want to do next? You know, what's, what's, you know, and I thought, okay, well, um, what opportunities are there really? And uh, there was a chance uh, to actually work at the Universal uh, Expo. So you, there was an expo that was going to be in um, Spain. And I saw an ad and I thought, well, you know, why not? It gives me an opportunity to travel and use a little bit of space. Had you come back to Trinidad? No, I was still in, still Canada, in Canada. Always in Canada. Always in Canada. Yeah, so from the time I left Trinidad, I stayed in Canada. So how old were you left? 18? Yeah, 18. 18. Yeah. And you, you never went back? Never went back to live, obviously, to visit. Live, live visit, visit. visit. No, never went back to live. And there was a reason for that. Um, every, I remember the first couple of years, I was like, I want to go back home. And then eventually you get used to life. And then eventually you start working. And then eventually you think, okay, maybe I, it's time to go back. But recession, so jobs are hard to find. Okay, so you stay. Mm -hmm. you know, and, so you, and you start making your life kind of thing. So that, that's how it worked. One, you know, one kind of organically. Right. And then became permanent resident, then a you know, citizen. and So, yeah. so you know you're a Canadian citizen? citizen, citizen. Do you say have your Trinidad? Yeah, we're dual. 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 dual, yeah, dual uh -huh. citizen. You say we, because Michael has Trinidad too? No, we, oh. meaning my family. So my, oh, okay. oh, my, my mom and my, my yeah, no. Mich uh, Michelle is Michael. Michelle, 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 Michelle is, uh, is French. 100% French. <laughs> yeah, so. And I think the the... The idea with, um, you know, okay, so I did Trinidad, I did Canada, and I wanted to do something else. I think maybe that was why I thought, well, why not try this particular mission to be in the, the world? Jet. Yeah, the world. No, this was a, even before JET. So what I have lots it? of lives. <laughs> okay, good tell, tell me, tell me. <laughs> lots of lives. Right. Yeah, Ministry of Foreign, yeah, Ministry of Northern Development and Mines. Then after that, I went to another ministry, which was called uh, Community Service. So I worked with a lot of communities that were coming over to Canada because of the war, civil war. So okay. at that time, it was um, it was the Sri Lanka. So you know the Tamil and, and so a lot lot of Sri Lankan families. I had a lot of families from South America as well. Families from I always remember from um, Serb, so Croat Serb. And I remember always meeting this particular one. She really struck me. She came in and you could see that she was still in shock about what had happened. She'd been a documentalist in the library, National Library. I think it was in Dubrovnik or Sarajevo. I can't remember which one. And she said it just changed overnight. All of a sudden, you know, it was just civil war, just just war. So she was take she had to take her, her nephew with her, with her own kids and kind of escape. And the way in which she described it made me realize that um, life, <laughs> peace maybe, is fragile, you know, and that we really should mm, just remember just how precious our stability is. I, I don't know if that makes sense, you know, but I, I just always remember her and that, that way of because the way how she things, just, yeah. yeah, just things completely changed for her. 
um, and she found herself a refugee in Canada, you know? Um, so it was, it was, yeah, it was an interesting, for that it was mm-hmm. a very interesting experience. So I began learning about the, a little bit about the world and what's happening and, and understanding how it affects people on a human, you know, mm-hmm. human level. And, and I remember people from, um, also from Iran, the Kurdish coming over. And so I learned a lot about the world from these people, yes. you know, and yes. um, it was really a, an interesting experience. And, and, and then I, I thought, well, you know, I'd want to do something else. So there was the chance to, to go to, um, to Spain um, to work at the World ex- Exhibition, ex- yeah, World Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, and that in itself was another, another experience because, you know, you're part of this kind of team and it's kind of, it's uh, we're representing Ontario the prefecture so uh, or, or the province so we had a little bit of, of a role and it's a little bit a little bit of an ambassador even though it's it's a small level but you know we, we were represented right and representing plus not only Ontario but this Ontario as well oh, really? <laughs> yeah yeah so there is um, Ontario is is that uh, where the black people from America that went through America went up there and made their no, own No, they're usually in uh, Halifax, yeah. Nova Scotia. Halifax, that's what I heard, yes. But, you know, uh, Ontario is, a, is, you know, Toronto especially, is one of those cities where there's so many groups, so many people who have come to the area. And you can hear so many languages and cultures and you can just walk through the world. It's, I tell you, United Nations, you can walk through it. Um, so it's, when, when you're representing Canada at that particular time, you wouldn't see two in that particular team. I think I was the only person of okay. color, okay. you know. Um, and on the other team, the Quebec team, I think there was one of color. So we were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so it was good, you know. I see you. Yeah, I see you, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it was a really wonderful experience. I remember Celine Dion coming through and we were like, ooh, ooh, wow. ooh, and, you know, it was really nice. and. Um, I remember speaking, um, having, you know, we had VIPs coming through, so we had to, you know, speak with them. And I remember being very shy because I'm, you know, talking in public always I'm a little bit, a little bit shy. And this public was like 500 audiences of 500. So we had to make a speech in front of the IMAX cinema, so in three languages. And I never wanted to do it. So I'd always go, you, you, and I wouldn't do it. And then one day I said, you know, I have to do this. I have to do this. So I went. Um, started off completely blank, completely yes. forgot, and the people looking at me, and I'm and looking at them, and I'm like, "What am I going to do? What am I going to? What am I? Gonna do? I can't remember. I can't." Remember. And then breathe, and then suddenly it came. It came back. Okay. And then at the end, you know, everybody looked at the the, the film. It was a film on Canada and different provinces and so on. And then afterwards, everybody is walking out, and I was thanking them, and they all telling. Yeah, but you need to study more. <laughs> but it was really nice. It was in a nice way, you know. And I thought to him, I said, okay. So it's not. I'm not perfect, but people want you to succeed. Maybe. And so maybe on that, you know, use that kind of energy. And that's you know, right, it's all right, right if you make a mistake. It's all right if you forget, but try, kind of thing. And maybe that kind of idea has always been to to try and just you know, be who you are, you know, be authentic and, and just try because you know people are. So how'd you get here? How, yeah, so getting to Japan, I think after that experience in um, in Barcelona, I think that kind of opened up. Well, maybe it'd, it'd be nice to travel, you know? Maybe it'd be nice to travel. Now, yes, all this time, world. wait, wait. Now, all this time, you're a good-looking young lady. 
<laughs> you weren't alone all this time. Did I have the friends? Did you have? Did you ever have any friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah friends. Okay, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, all, that's enough. Yeah. That's how many. Yeah, I had friends. Right. Not many. Cool. Not okay, many, not but many, I had but friends. You had a friend. Okay, so, so okay. All right, good. Okay. All right, good. Don't let me go back. Yeah, don't let me go too bad. So anyway, so you decided to, so you, you finished that. Yeah, finished that, came back to Canada, uh, started to work, I can't remember, maybe at that time. Only. How long were you in Barcelona? It, was, it wasn't very long, I think six months, six or seven months. Representing? Um, to Ontario, Ontario at the, yeah, at the World Egg, yeah, it was really cool, really cool. From How big was the team that came over with you? I think it was 80 if I remember, but I can't. 80 of you? Yeah, I think it was 80 of us. Oh, because so we had you all the provinces. No, that was nice. Yeah, like all the provinces. You just partied and, on nerves. Yes, I remember. Trinidad also had a booth and <laughs> made it? everybody dance. I made everybody oh, dance. Yeah. <laughs> That's so nice. It was really good. Really, really good. And we, st we still try to keep in contact a little bit. I mean, everybody's, you know, we now realize, oh, retirement time, you know, kind of thing. But time really flies. But yeah, it was a really good experience. Um, and I think that kind that experience made me think, oh, it would be nice to travel. And I used to experience elsewhere, you know, somewhere else. So um, came back to Canada, started working again. And I think at that time I was working again with communities, uh, social services, but for um, um, a, a ref, I think, how do you say it? Hostel for families. So these families, again, and again, I met many families from Somalia. Um, yeah, quite a number from Somalia, but from other areas as well. But I always remember the Somalian because we used to have a good time dancing. Ah, Afghanistan, the bread that the mummies, the mums used to mm -hmm. make. And I mean, I was really lucky, really, to be part of this because it's, it's it, it was hard. It was a hard to see people in distress because there are, but there is within that sadness there is such joy as well when it when when there's a chance to to celebrate whether it's a wedding or you know whether it was eid or whatever it was but so there's always this i don't know this balance i guess you know as as happy as you can be you know that there's sad stories for this for these families as well but so i was working there for about two three through two years maybe i guess two or three years and then moved to to Japan after that so got onto the jet program um, and the idea with the jet program was when I, we could choose where we wanted to go and I wanted to go to somewhere warm because you know I've been in Canada I've been in Canada you say, I've done that. <laughs> I've done that so Hokkaido was, Hokkaido was not on that list <laughs> so, so I chose Okinawa yeah exactly right and I said okay Yakushima because I thought wait, wait, that's wait. all and I thought, I thought, Kagoshima, I think, Kagoshima. Right. So I got Kagoshima, and I said, okay, well, it's a south. And I was like, all excited. And at that time, I had met Michelle, just before coming to, to getting this accepted on the JET program. So I met Michelle, and we're like, I told him, oh, I got this job in Japan, but, you know, what are we going to do? Because, you know, the drama all the time, right? So, what are we going to do? And he said, you know, you go, you go. I've always wanted to go to Japan, so you go, and I'll come after. Yeah, that I love, love, I tell you. <laughs> so so uh, in uh, July, July, this is when usually the jet program was out, so July. So I came over, um, and then we were in a lovely hotel in Shinjuku, Keio Plaza, and stuff like that. It's like really class. Came over in first class, because um, that was the time when the government could afford the first class. So really exciting. And I got there, red carpet treatment, time to go to our location, which was in... Kagoshima. Uh, okay, got on the plane, got to Kagoshima. Okay, heat. 
You know, okay, well, I could deal with this. I'm from the Caribbean. I could deal with this in July. All right. Then we started to drive to the location. And, and we were driving. And we were driving. And we were going into, like, mountain and valley and river and green. 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 Mm-hmm. And like, where are we going? Where are we going? Because I was image of Japan, Tokyo, Osaka. <laughs> it's like, where are we going? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. And then, I, then uh, it was... When we did get there, what, an hour and a half later, an hour and a half later, from Kagoshima Airport, we were in Izumi. 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 And you don't know where that is, do you? <laughs> Izumi is in the northern part of Kagoshima Prefecture, not far from Kumamoto. So it's really northern part. Um, and at that time, you know, Izumi didn't have that much, you know. They did have, they had the cranes, they still do. It's well known for cranes. I've been there. I've actually been to Izumi. It's a beautiful place. Because I read my motorcycle all around Japan. You see? Yeah. It's a beautiful place. Yes, yes. However, at that time, I was like, where am I? <laughs> where am I? Got to the apartment, st- well, stepped into the apartment, and the Kyoko show, the people from the Board of Education, they were like really cool. They said, no! Take the shoes off. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, so took the shoes off. And then I stepped into the little apartment and I'm like, okay, where's the bed? Where's this? Where's that? And they said, okay, well, here you are. This is your pop. These are your keys. Um, you know, then the, the ALT, the, on the jet program, who's next door apartment, who's British, really cool guy, he, um, he said, okay, and I'll take you to the, to the office the next day. And I, okay, close the door. And I'm like, what am I going to do in this place? It's not, it's not, mm-hmm. not the expectation because all around, tampo, you know, rice paddies. All around, <laughs> and it's just this little apartment, you know, and I think there are four apartments. And then in front of it was a house mm-hmm. um, and another little house on the side. So we're in Nishizumi, really, really small. And in front, I think, was the, the, um, cultural center, so he was the principal of one of the schools that I was going to work, work at. Uh, he lived there with his wife, so we did have somebody, <laughs> to, you know, to kind of, but it was kind of, it was tough. So every time I would call uh, to Michelle in France and speak with my father-in-law, um, because sometimes Michelle wasn't there, and I would be crying on the phone, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> so it was really tough. And uh, I remember also the rain, like, I, I think it was, so it was July, August, right? But somehow, the little green frogs, Amagairu, I think yes, they yes, yes, I don't yes, know yes. why Amagairu would be there in July, but they were always coming oh, into yes. that apartment. <laughs> and, I was, in there, yeah. and I was like, I can't take that. I can't take that. And I remember walking to work, um, because there's uh, lots of, you know, flora and fauna and all sorts of things going on. So I was couldn't ride my bicycle, right? <laughs> So I walk into work and walk into work. And I remember walking and as I was walking, you know, quietly on my two kilometers little, you know, thing, little snake comes out of one, you know. And that bothered you. No. I look at the snake. The snake look at me. I ah the snake. Ah both of us. And but I saw it. I saw that snake go like that little (laughs) and I thought, maybe you're not used to seeing. (laughs) It's like, what is that? What is that? So, I mean, it was, it was that kind of thing at the beginning. Then finally I learned how to ride a bike, bicycle. The, 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 the group up from They must have had a fun time oh. teaching you how to ride. Oh, it was just horrible. It was <laughs> so, and it's so the mama chari on top of it, right? Yes. So, I'm there with my mama chari. 
and I had to um, ride to work now. <laughs> so I, I could barely ride. Now I'm riding to work. And one day, and this, by this time, Michelle had come. So um, he would come and pick me up on, a, on this bicycle as well. So we had, we had no car at the time, we just had a bicycle. So um, I was riding off to work, and I guess it must have been a little bit late. And you know, you know the little, you have to hop a little bit on the right, sidewalk. Right. I might have missed the little hop. So I think I, I kind of went like this and then wobble, wobble, wobble. And as I was wobbling, <laughs> right? There was a rice field. Oh, you fell into <laughs> oh, it. But it was like this. It was really it tall. Steep, steep, it, yeah. it was steep. So I Did you get flipped hurt over. Um, <laughs> well, you know, your shame and embarrassment oh, makes that you not feel you nothing. Feel I didn't feel would nothing. But you, you messed up yourself? Of bad. course I did. <laughs> yeah. Really? You, you yeah. broke your shoulder? Yeah, yeah. It was a, yeah. It was a fractured, fractured shoulder. Oh. And then this, the funny thing about it is that you could see the rice, fortunately, the rice paddy, what the rice field was not planted, so there was, was still in fallow, so it was fine. Um, but you could see my imprint, like of me, oh, me, <laughs> me, and the bicycle. What uh, years are we talking about? Now? This is the eighties, early eighties. This was nineties. Nineties, okay, yeah. in the nineties. Nineties, wow. we came over in ninety six. Okay, yeah. after the bubble. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So we missed the bubble. We missed the bubble. <laughs> we missed we the sure bubble. Did. Yeah. That's but a different time. That's completely different time. So we've only known non-bubble era. <laughs> did you ever leave after that? After you came here, did you go back? No, we not really. Again, it was just... You guys have been here since then? Yeah, we've been here since then. So how long has it been now? 20-something, more than 20-something You have any years. plans on going back? Um, yes, I think. I mean, as you grow older, you're trying to figure out where you want to be. You know, where do you want to retire? Um, and I think that for us is our question, you know, which country, because we have three, <laughs> so which country do you want to be in? France, Trinidad, or Canada. Or Canada. Yeah. So, we, we, I mean, we think about it, and so we have to plan that, you know. But you can, started a school here. Yeah. So we so, have a school. We have, so and that's been going on for how many years? Since uh, 2004. Okay. We started it Because um, we'll have Michel on next time, and he'll yeah, talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So in Fujisawa, we started Soleil Provence. How many students? Um, I think right now, about 70, I guess. We had 70 students. Yeah, how so, many teachers? Uh, th three teachers. How, what are the ages? From, From um, five to eight, she's now 91, I think. She just turned 91. So, so from five to 91, so it's you, a long You have school. a woman that's 91 that's yeah. learning French. Yeah. yeah, she's our our idol, <laughs> she's our idol. Yeah, she started, I mean, there, there we have several idols because there's another um, a woman who's in her 70s, I think, who also started to learn so that she could talk with her grandchildren. That's beautiful. And uh, 91, she decided to learn because you know, she has lived many lives. Huh? So memories of Paris. <laughs> so she needs to remember that. And um, she's, yeah, she's beautiful. I mean, really, we're very lucky. We yeah. are really, really beautiful students. Do you ever teach? Um, I don't teach uh, French. I don't teach at the, at the school. But I do teach at Keio University. What are you doing at Keio? <laughs> Keio University, I started... That's the reason for coming to Fujisawa, actually, or one of the reasons, I guess. Um, I was... And this is not kind of far from... You mean another campus? Yes. What campus is this? So, Shonan Fujisawa campus. Okay, Shonan. Because yeah. Fujisawa is a ways out there. It is, it is. Tell me about it. My goodness. <laughs> That's why I was so amazed you came here. I said I had to sweeten up the pot. <laughs> okay, breakfast, uh, talk, and we got to go. But, yeah, no, but, um, yeah, I mean, we start... I, I was, I, as I was working in 
Kagoshima and we wanted to stay a little bit longer so we started to look around to see what opportunities were out there. So I applied for a position at Clear University at the Shonen Fujisawa campus there's a junior and senior high school. So I applied for the junior and senior high school um, and I was invited to come up for a, um, um, an interview and then you know, they selected me. So To teach? To teach in English. That was English that okay. I was teaching. Um, English to returnees and English in the general kind and of And that's what you're doing now. So, so, <laughs> so how long have you been there, first um, of all? Since 2001. Wow, so 22 years now. Yeah, 22 years. See, because once you get a job, it's a year contract. Yeah. But then only you're there. You yeah. have to do something really, really bad. Exactly. You, know, you really like, yeah. you know, step on a frog or something. No, no you have to do something <laughs> yeah, really bad. Exactly. So 2001, yeah, 2004. That's beautiful. Yeah, Are you the only person of color there? Um, no, at the junior and senior high school, I'm not teaching there anymore. So, so junior and senior high school, I was on a full-time contract, visiting lecturer for three years. And then after that, usually you, you move on to something that's part-time, usually. Um, so I moved on at the um, university. So I moved from high school, completed to university. So there I teach part-time. No, wait, wait, Hino? Hiyoshi? Um, Hiyoshi and Fujisawa. <laughs> you have a university in Fujisawa? Yeah. So the junior and senior high school and university are all on the same Fujisawa campus. Okay. Which is but Hiyoshi is just the it's university. Just, yeah, but there is also Futa, um, the boys' school that's okay. also on the campus, wow. on Hiyoshi campus, yeah. And then Yagami was next. What year. about the one over here in, in, and Mita, in Juban? In Juban. Yeah, yeah, that's Mita. Uh, no, I mean, that's um, Tengenji. Yeah. Right on Tengenji, yeah. Yeah, right there, right? right. Not far. Um, that's Mita, but I think we're the girls' school. Girls' school isn't far. Kyo Girls' school, I think it's okay. not far from there. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So what are you teaching now? So now I teach sustainability, corporate social responsibility. That's what it is, sustainability. We mm -hmm. were talking about that. I was yeah. wondering why you were in the sustainability. Yeah. I didn't get that far. I didn't realize you were at KL. Yeah. Yeah. And that's well, because... So how long have you been teaching that? Uh, since 2003. So when I first started off, which I started off with corporate social responsibility and asked the World Bank officials to come over and talk to the students because I thought, always thinking about how to bring the real world into the classroom. Right, and not, you know that—that's how I, I always think. People remember experiences more than theory, and I think it makes more sense. And I'm not really quite theoretical to begin with, so I try try to to get give as much opportunity as possible for the students, either to ask questions, meet people, meet people who are much more experts than than I am. So, um, so that's how I started off with the corporate social mm -hmm. responsibility. Mm -hmm. At that time, I was teaching full-time at the junior senior high school and part-time at the um, university. Mm -hmm. And then once the junior and senior high school finished, then I went, you know, moved over to university. Uh, yeah. That is beautiful. So I teach that. I also teach regular things like presentation, academic uh, writing and things like that. But I really enjoy the, the, the sustainability. And so you see they're being, being there for a while? Yeah. A little bit longer? Yeah. Yeah. I assume so. I mean, it's always good. I mean, change is always good. <laughs> it's yeah. always good. So. That's what we like. That's what we live for. Yeah. Before I end the podcast, I always ask this question. Alana, if you could go back in time with the knowledge you have now and talk to the younger Alana, mm -hmm. what age would you be and what time would it be when you go back? Mm, I guess. That's what advice would you give yourself? Self, yeah. Yeah. I guess... Mm, younger me, around 14, 14, 15, I think those are pretty formative years. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to try. 
um, it's okay not to succeed all the time but to keep on going and to keep on going you know and that's all I would I think that would be the advice I would give you know to, to younger me and, and hug in there that's beautiful <laughs> hug in there Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. <laughs> I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. And never forget, it's all on loan, so continue to reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed.